Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. I am your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Glad you've joined us today. In this episode, we are going to talk about your belief system. Stay tuned right here on the Darren Sargent Show. I trust everyone's having a great week. It's hard to believe that we are nearing the last few months of this year. Time has flown by. It's been a crazy season for all of us, I'm sure. In this episode, I want to talk to you about your belief system. I've traveled overseas on a few occasions and Occasions And it's interesting to see how they drive in places other than the good old United States. I have been to the Philippines on a few occasions and watch them drive. There is nothing short of fascinating. I mean, you'll have four lanes and there'll be, there'll be 16 cars piled in plus buses and jeepneys all in those four lanes. It's uh, quite interesting. Fortunately, those times, though, that I have been overseas, I've, I've usually had a driver or someone to take me around, especially in the Philippines when you're going over there. And But imagine with me how easy it would be for an American to land at, let's say, Heathrow Airport in London, rent a car, pull out into the right lane, which is really the wrong lane when driving in the UK. And even though, even though that person, even though that individual may have all the right intentions, they're headed in the wrong direction. No amount of good intention in that situation would keep you from a head-on collision. So it's important for us to understand that good, just having good intentions doesn't make up for wrong beliefs. In other words, you can have you can have it right in your heart and wrong in your head. If I have got it wrong in my head, things are going to probably go wrong. It, you, you know, it's like the same person who believes that one plus one equals three. If he believes that, then everything mathematical moving forward is going to be wrong. Or a person who maybe looks at a stoplight and thinks that, you know, red means go and green means stop there's going to be a problem that's going to be created with that type of belief. So I go back to what I said earlier. Is it possible, and I believe it is, that a person can have, maybe have it right in their heart and wrong in their head. Now, when it comes to knowing what we will be receiving from God, we've got to confront our beliefs. You will either receive great things on based on what you believe or you'll receive more problems based on what you believe we are usually apprehensive probably in discussing our beliefs until they've been confirmed as accurate however when we believe something maybe even at a even at a subconscious level the power of belief will work to make what you believe reality now what are you saying i'm basically saying It's interesting that our most compelling beliefs, whether positive or negative, 
typically become reality. So what does that mean? That basically means what you believe will affect what you receive. The message paraphrase of Matthew 9.29 says this, what you believe you will see. So, so why believe something that leads to what you don't want in your life? Why not confront and change your beliefs to create a more positive life and a more positive future? Now, I believe it's undeniable. It's undeniable that the power of God is the source of human achievement. But it's also undeniable that our favorite Bible stories would not have happened had it not been for that individual having some sort of believer's mindset. Let's just look in the Old Testament, just the Old Testament alone. What did Nehemiah believe about the restoration of Jerusalem? You don't have to read far into the story of Nehemiah to conclude that he genuinely believed Jerusalem could be restored. It was his mindset. It was his belief system. That city had been going down for 100 plus years. The streets were ghettos of hopelessness and and poverty, but one man's belief turned everything around. His faith, his belief system led a a restoration that took only 52 days to accomplish. You could, you could go through scripture. What, let's ask this question like this. What did David believe about his battle with Goliath? What did Abraham believe about Sarah's barren womb as she approached 100 years of age? What was Peter believing when he stepped out on a boat and walked on the water? So I have to ask you a question today. What do you believe about your circumstance? What do you believe about your career, your children, your future? When you accurately discern your own belief, you create an opportunity to change your beliefs. Why continue to believe something that can lead to undesirable circumstances? Why believe something that creates negative energy like worry and anxiety? Some people all the time, they're just worried about this and worried about that. I'm worried. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm this. I'm that. Why would you do that? Beliefs can be chosen and developed to create what is sometimes referred to as what we're calling this podcast, a belief system. What do you, what you believe has a powerful effect on shaping your tomorrow? If you're a listener of this podcast or you know anything about me, I was born with only one hand and it would have been very easy for me to, to just believe that I couldn't do anything. That belief would have shaped my future. I could have lived in this belief system of I can't do anything, I'm short-handed, it's not going to work, no way I'm going to get, but I chose to believe that with God all things are possible. Through the help of God, through the help of parents, through the help of mentors, through the help of friends, they established this foundation in my life, a belief system that helped me to become the person I am today and receive what I believe God wants me to receive. So you've got to have a belief system that says, you know what? God's got a plan for me. Let me give you just five things here real quick that maybe will help you confront maybe your belief system. Do you truly believe that God is a good God? and that he wants 
to give you good things. I'm not talking, uh, someone's going to say, well, are you talking about all this material? I'm talking about what the scripture says. Or what man is there of you? If his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? That's in Matthew chapter seven. How you see God and what you believe about his desire for us, for you, it affects how you approach him. If you don't think God's got good things to give you, you'll not approach him. It's harder to approach someone for something when you don't think they will want to give you what you're asking for. Here's another one. Do you believe that the Bible is the foundation for life and it's something that should affect all your decisions? It should be your guide? If we approach the Bible's teachings with a yeah, but mentality, you're not going to get very far in accepting what God has for you. You know, we, we have maps now. I remember I remember growing up and and you had to have a Thomas guide or a rally, uh, was it Rally McNally or something like that map, and now we all have these GPS. But when you're dependent on a map, it helps if you believe in its accuracy. It would be hard for me to ask Siri on my phone to give me directions someplace and then say, yeah, but she doesn't know what she's talking about or he does, whatever. I don't know what Siri is. We've proven time and time again that human instincts can be severely inaccurate if you don't believe and trust in the word of God. My parents taught me and and, and taught me to believe that if we put God first, then everything else would follow suit. Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. So I remember growing up, we, we, there was no discussion about whether we were going to go to church or not. <laughs> if I, if I went and said, well, I just don't have time for church. I got too much homework. And my parents would say, well, sorry, you're going to have to stay up late because we make time for church. I better stop. I'm going to make some people mad. Well, some people were taught that, you know, I can't afford to tithe. I was, I was taught I can't afford not to tithe. Our belief in the Bible's accuracy determines whether we act according to its guidance or not. A wavering belief leads to actions that are inconsistent with God's plan for your life. But when you have an absolute belief that causes you to obey God, reject your human instinct, things seem to work out. Let me just give you a couple more. I'll go through these real quick. What do I believe about my health? Jesus said, he tells a leper in Luke 17, your faith has made you well. Something about a belief system that helps you even feel better. It's proven. Medical science has proven that there is this link between our faith and our physical health. So we need to start thinking. I believe God can do miracles and healings and and touch lives, but there's something to be said about just believing that God is able and that he wants good things for you. 
Here's another question I have for you. Do you believe that the things you hope for and pray for become a reality in your life? There's a big difference between wishing and believing. When we believe something is impossible, our whole mind goes to work to prove why it's impossible. It's almost as if the duty of the mind is to develop a rationale or reason to support our beliefs. If I would have thought I'm disabled, I'm a handicap, that's what I would have just rolled over and believed. Finally, do you believe that everything that happens to you in life will eventually benefit you? I'm just going to let that hang there for a minute. I learned that if I don't, it won't. If I do, it will. When we believe there is something beneficial in every experience, we will look for and find the benefit. Joseph said, you know what? You intended it for evil, but God meant it for good. Count it all joy is what the New Testament says. When you go through trials, when you face tribulations, knowing that they're working something in you. So what's your belief system? Do you believe in the word of God? Do you believe God's got good things for you? Do you believe that if you think the right thoughts, you're, you can you can get a little ahead? Of, you've got to determine your belief system. I choose to believe in God and in his word and in the power of his spirit to work in my life. He has good things in store for you. You're going to get through what you're going through right now and get on the other side of it. Have faith in God. Believe in his promises. That's a pretty good belief system. Thanks for joining us today. Check out DarrenSargent.com for more. Glad you joined us. Have a great day.